Welcome everyone. Good morning. Tech for Senior Live. It is, um, I guess, July 14th, halfway through July. Amazing. We are uh, sort of an overcast, cool day. We've had a pretty warm weather here and on the West Coast uh, for the last week. But anyway, we're happy to um, to sit down. We've got three of us here today. We've got, uh, and I'll introduce uh, everyone in a moment. Uh, welcome again for coming. Who are we? Well, we're Tech for Senior Live. We're the the gang that always is here every every Thursday. We, of course, come from another life, which is Tech for Senior on Monday, which is our big main show, which is um, broadcast through Zoom on on Monday, and we broadcast that over to YouTube. I guess, Huey, we've been doing that now. We're in our season three, so we've done about 120 episodes of our Monday show. Uh, amazing, uh, and of course, um, that's that's a that of course is due to the great people we have working on the show, and they're they're here again with us uh, this Thursday. Tech for Senior Live is where we sit down, and we like to get together and talk about news for the week, and and we post uh, we post we post all the uh, our news events to our um, our Facebook page, which is let's see right here. This is our the the site that we post all our news articles to that we want to talk about. And if you when you're we we we're going to be going through those in a few minutes, and we're going to go through and talk about these articles. If you want to um, find these articles and look and follow along, uh, we'll certainly put them up on the screen. But it'll probably be a lot easier for you if you just click over and and bring that up. You don't have to be a member of Facebook to look at this. It's just a web page, and that is our Facebook page. If you want to find out more information about about uh, what we do, uh, the website that we uh, that, that all the information is on. If you want to join our Monday meeting, uh, uh, then you can just uh, that's the website that you can use, and you'll find out uh, all the uh, all the all the services and all the things that we are doing. We also and have for, and for our podcast friends, it's www.techforsenior.com. No S on the end. It's not no, S on the end. no S on the end. Uh, so that's great. And also uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, of course, um, Huey and I do Learning Chromebooks, which uh, is uh, is our monthly show that we do. And we talk about Chromebooks. We've been doing that for a couple of years now. Uh, we'll be talking about in each each um, update, each uh, Chrome OS that and the new features of that. And we're going to talk about a bunch of, uh, we have a lot of fun with that and a good following. So if you want to come again, the details of that are over on um, uh, our website. And we're changing the format a little bit. We're going to do it a lot like we do here. Uh, we're going to be uh, featuring the articles that we post on Facebook uh, and talk about uh, different topics using those articles. Now the other thing that we uh, that we have no idea who's listening. Maybe maybe it's just going to be the three of us. Maybe four listening today or talking today. We got some people out there. Do we? Uh, That's great. If you if you could put your uh, put your um, uh, hold on. We'll just do that. We'll do those in a second here. I want to introduce okay. you first. Uh, but what I'd like to do today is not only can you put your name and where you're from, but um, the theme today is. What did you buy on Prime Days, right? Everyone must have bought something on Prime Days. And we're going to talk about that today. And then uh, before we go through all our articles, but we want to talk about, and if you can put anything in, in the chat, you know, let us know what you, if you bought something or if you hate Prime Days, you never had Prime, you don't believe in Amazon, whatever, you know. But anyway, we're going to talk about what we all bought on Prime Days today. For sure, but let me introduce. <coughs> excuse me. Let me just introduce um, uh, the team today. Bob's away. Uh, Bob's usually here. He may be joining us a little bit later. He had some other uh, important business to do this morning, and we'll see if his uh, if his doctor's on time and he can get back for the rest of the show. Anyway, uh, uh, let me introduce my co-host for the Monday show. A uh, good friend of mine. Uh, we've been working together for three years now. Uh, he lives in Bradenton, Florida, because we're not all in the studio. We're not all in one studio booth or physical location. We're in different countries all over the world, right? So Huey is in Bradenton, Florida, and Huey uh, is um, 
is is a co-host of the Monday show. I also work with him on learning Chromebooks. So we spent a lot of time together. But the interesting fact is we have actually never met <laughs> in person, right? So, Huey, how did your week? Oh, you had a, a great, you did a... Um, I did a class on, class on Google calendars. Yeah. Uh, uh, I covered the online calendar that you can uh, set up and just by changing your calendar, have it change automatically on your website and how to do that. And then we covered a couple of articles and had a good uh, Q&A. Uh, some of the people had some good questions and we tried to answer them. Uh, it was a good session. Uh, uh, I didn't have many signed up in the morning, so I sent out a letter and it was just for STUG, for the Sarasota Technology User Group members. It's one of the uh, benefits of membership uh, when they have classes, so we don't open those up to the world. But I did record it and uh, and I will uh, go ahead and uh, uh, post it uh, on the STUG channel uh, soon. This is the information because you also do the CFCS Windows SIG, right? Right, the Windows Special Interest Group. And a lot of groups don't have it anymore, and they're welcome to join us. We do open it. Uh, last week, uh, uh, we had a, a, a guest speaker for the main meeting, which immediately follows uh, the meeting. It's on the same link. And the guy's name was uh, Ron uh, Black, Ron Brown, Ron Brown. Oh, That's, yeah. Who's that yeah. guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he did a good presentation. We had, a, well, four, we had about 50, 50, 60 people online. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and then the recording of that is already up on the uh, uh, CFCS channel. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, that was on YouTube. I talked on YouTube. Yeah, and I did want to say that not only am I in Bradenton, I'm in Eagle Village in Bradenton. Eagle Village is the only retirement community for the Fraternal Order of Eagles, of which I am a member and have been for well, close to 20 years now. And uh, they have a retirement community of about 85 homes, and I'm in one of them and have been for the last well, seven, eight years now. And you don't have to mow the grass. And uh, only some of us in the village don't have to mow the grass. <clears throat> I'm in some quad, there's there's six quad buildings. There's four units in a quad building. And uh, uh, all of the units are either one bedroom or efficiencies in, in the uh, village. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're all block buildings. They're not uh, trailers or uh, manufactured homes, mm -hmm. uh, but they're all they're all small units. 550 square feet under under air it's not a lot you know a, a bedroom and a living room uh, kitchen but uh it's it's really nice we uh we know all of the neighbors all of the neighbors are friends we have get-togethers and so it's not like living in a just in a retirement community where you, you might know a couple of the people maybe a few of the neighbors that sort of thing everybody knows everybody and it's really great very good and of course, uh, the next uh, the next person I want to introduce is a uh, how will I introduce you? You are a musical historian. He's our music director for the uh, Monday Show. He's uh, he he creates um, he he pr produces not produces he he um, uh, does our outro each each week. Is very popular. He uh, he's mostly, I guess. Would jazz? Would it be or rock and roll? Or what would you say your expertise is, right? My expertise is in the birth of rock and roll. Birth so it's the transition of old rhythm and blues and some gospel and even a little bit of country and how it all formed and and turned into rock and roll. And I pretty much stop about 1960, 61, uh, as far as my uh, not real knowledge. I, I love all kinds of music. I don't collect all kinds of music. I always say this, this today, in fact, there's just two types of people now in the world. There's music listeners and there's music collectors. Mm -hmm. And the music listeners are the people who will stream and uh, have access to all kinds of music. But they're there for the listen. But I'm still a collector. And I still have uh, about 700 LPs, about 2,500 45s. In fact, I went to a, a garage sale a few weeks ago and a uh, guy was selling three big boxes of 45 records. And a lot of them were on Sun, the Sun record label uh, with Johnny Cash. So uh, I made him an offer he couldn't refuse. And uh, now I have a, ahead of me the 
sorting them out and seeing what I actually have. So just to let everyone know, this is Ray Baxter. Ray is the our musical director on our Monday show. Again, uh, I have met Ray. Ray is in Pine, <clears throat> Pine Arizona. Um, Ray, mm -hmm. I actually have met in person. He came down to our computer club and gave a number of talks for us. So I did, <clears throat> did get to meet Ray. So we have met. Um, and Ray's a great guy. So we're so happy to have him on the show with us today. Uh, yeah, Ray, well, go ahead. That you, he mentioned about not having to do the lawn. Yeah. Uh, I, I have uh, about a half an acre of property here in the mountains. I don't have to do my lawn either. Uh, the elk come in about once a week. and take, <laughs> They do a wonderful job. No, I'm not a member of the elks. I'm a member of the eagles. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, welcome. And, um, oh, Ray, I was at Costco the other day. And um, interestingly enough, it's been there about a month. One of the major items they have is a record player that takes your records. It's like a normal record player, but it connects up and will produce a digital signal so you can play it through your computer and so on and so forth. And I thought, thought that's interesting because you're always talking about records and this is a record player, right? So and it's, it's it must be that popular that Costco is carrying them. They've been around for over a dozen years now. Uh, uh, I purchased a, a, a good turntable from Sony about about 10 years ago that has the USB cord and uh, you have to use a different software, but it'll take that song that you're playing and in real time record it as an MP3 file, or you can even make it a lossless file if you want to have a higher quality. Mm, interesting. Um, Huey, have we got anyone listening? Uh, yeah, I actually got a lot of people who have already really? made comments. Let's take a look. Mike Ungerman. Mike Ungerman, of course, is a good friend of ours. He, uh, Mike, um, is producing now uh, a uh, series for us on our Monday show on um, solar panels for your for your home and electrification. So uh, we we he's going to be we're going to be doing part three uh, soon. And uh, so welcome, Mike, and it, it's always great to see you. Thanks for listening. Sally says from Kirkland, Washington, good day. Hello, Sally. Sorry, I had a sneeze, so I couldn't do anything. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Can't do two things at once. <laughs> yeah. Dick Vogel, Sanford, Florida. I saved most money. I bought no what? You bought nothing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Gerald Smith, um, 59 degrees, sunny. Yep. Um, now. Dave at Sun City, uh, Florida. Steve Powell, Kirkland, Washington, 60 degrees. Bob Baxter, Sunny Belleville. Oh, I wonder, hold on, just go back to Steve. Steve's got to have bought something. Steve, Steve, we know Steve really well. He's, he sees us on our Monday show and, and Thursday. Steve's got to have bought something. <laughs> Let's keep going. Uh, Dave, 10 terabyte external hard drive for backup. There you go. Um, 10 terabytes. You know, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of storage space, eh? I remember my first 40 megabyte hard drive. And I said I'd never, never have to buy another floppy disk and it ne I'd never fill it. Uh, on my Plex server, I have now 12 terabytes. 12, yeah. John, hello, John. Greetings from the low country of South Carolina, watching via my Roku. You, oh, we're on you. Oh, we're on television, uh, YouTube uh, channel, chatting via my YouTube app on my and chatting via that. Glad I can catch up with you guys today. There you go, Gerald Smith Fire 10 HD 10 Plus. Yes, those were a great deal. Oh my gosh. Gerald, I, did you get that? Like they were advertising those with the 32, was it 32 gigabytes of RAM? $135. Unbelievable deal. I, I didn't buy that, but I was so tempted. But I don't need another don't need another tablet. But that was such a good deal. It was. Uh Irving, greetings from Ottawa. Mm -hmm. Steve Parker. Cat 8 Ethernet cable, one inch short, USB 3A, da, 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 Apple certified iPhone photo stick, six inch power extent. So Steve, Steve went overboard on that. He's got lots of uh, lots of stuff that he ordered. Yeah. Choice. Yeah. 
good choice. Lots of stuff. Uh, Joan Grieg, beautiful day in Victoria. Uh, Nucky, N-U-K-K-Y, hi from Wasaga Beach, Ontario, Canada. Where is, oh, that's Ontario, so it'll be Ontario. <clears throat> near somewhere it's Toronto, Buffalo, yeah. north of Buffalo area. Uh, Gerald Smith, $104 for a 32 gig, yeah, 32, yeah, that's right, but that would be, I think Gerald's from the state, so that'd be 30, that's about, that would, the 135 convert about to 104, that's a stinking deal, that was a, Gerald, you got that deal of the century, that was a really, really good deal, um, so yeah, it was, uh, but I didn't, I didn't actually buy one, but I've been thinking about it, all right, what uh, did you buy, Ron? Well, we're going to bear our hearts now, aren't we? Bear our souls and tell everybody what we bought, right? Who wants to go first? I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> you probably bought the most of us. All right. So um, let me just, uh, for the first thing I bought, um, I'll show you in a sec here. The first thing I, I bought, which which I was talking to Chris Gould um, the other day and and i told her not to tell anyone because it was going to be a surprise because i wanted all you guys to know what i bought i bought coffee <laughs> so i bought actually some whole bean coffee i buy a lot of coffee on amazon um i get some at costco when i'm there but the the the, the huge choice great selection and they deliver it free it's really a very good service and they had um the specific coffee I was interested in buy six packages and it was uh, six boxes and it was 50% off and it was a great, you know, delivered. It was a great deal. So I bought coffee and that was really the only thing that I, and I was felt so much remorse and so guilty about things uh, that I was um, sitting there and I, uh, uh, yesterday I had some time in the afternoon and I just couldn't help myself. I had, I've been thinking about this for a long time. I'll just share my screen. So I bought a new microphone. Um, I spent all day yesterday uh, looking at um, looking at uh, this. Really wasn't. A, I'll bring this up. Really wasn't an Amazon. It really wasn't a. Uh, it wasn't a Prime Day thing. I've been thinking about this for a long time. Um, I watched a video really interesting video we'll talk about a little bit later uh, on why does everybody hate the blue yeti microphone um and this guy did this incredible video on it we can talk about it later but uh, i have a blue yeti and i've had it for 10 years and i do all my work it's sitting it's it's this one that you can see sitting right next to me here and but that's if you what, talk that's, that's what i use as well yeah but if you if you um if you talk to all the sound people and everybody, they all hate it. And he said, why does everybody hate that? That was the title of his video. Anyway, to make a long story short, I, I spent all yesterday researching all the different, because it's like buying a car. Buying a microphone is like buying a car, right? It's, it's There's different, so many different things. Anyway, this is the one I chose, the Samsung Q9U. Uh, it's an XLR and USB microphone. In other words, it plugs directly into your computer or you can plug it into a soundboard. And uh, it's uh, it's got very good reviews. Uh, so this will be coming on Saturday. So I'll have it for the show on Monday. And that's what I bought. That was, but that really wasn't because it was it was a little bit on sale. It was ten percent off. Big deal. That, but that was not that. But but that was just. I had to buy something other than coffee on Amazon Prime Day. So that's what I bought. So what did you? Who wants to go next? I bought nothing uh technical or nothing electronic i bought uh some clothes and uh they weren't on sale uh i did buy something for my hot air uh fryer and that wasn't on sale and i found some corn nuts there uh, it's a snack that i like and i couldn't find it in any of the stores so i ended up buying it from Amazon. And then there was one other thing I got. Uh, oh, I broke down finally. I have not done it yet, but I bought a DNA test and it was half off. Oh, to find out who your ancestors are. No, to find out who I might be the ancestors of. <laughs> 
All right. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Find, find relatives and, and, and backgrounds and so on uh, from Ancestry. And uh, it was 50% off. And I said, I've been talking about it and thinking about it. And now that I've reached the age that I am, I says it wouldn't hurt to, uh, if, if I've got some errors out there, I'd like to at least know. Yeah. Well, Ray knows a lot about genealogy. That's his. Yeah, you'll have a lot of fun with that. I have not only Ancestry, uh, which, by the way, the 1950 census just came out. Uh, if, you, yeah. if you don't know, census records are sealed for 72 years. So the 1950 census came out last, uh, I believe, in April. So I've been looking at to see where the different relatives I have. And everybody knows I've, I'm adopted. So I have two different families to, to search for and to look. And uh, so really... Uh, you're going to have a lot of fun with that. 23 and Me is the other one that you may want to consider as well. I have yeah, both. I did. Uh, uh, the cheaper one was not only on not on sale, it wasn't available. And so the more the most expensive one was 50% off, but it was still 100, 100 bucks. And I yeah. decided I, I was going to get both and decided not to get that one. Yeah, you know, it, it, it is a kind of a, an outlay of cash. But you'll find over time with the kind of information you're going to get back, you're going to find that it was a very worthwhile investment. Yeah, right. I'm kind of anxious to, to spit in the jar and send it off to him. <laughs> All right. All right. What did I buy? Well, uh, my wife and I each bought something. And uh, money is no object here in the Baxter household. So uh, <laughs> my wife still uses her expensive Canon DSLR camera. and oh, really? uh, But she was in, missing an important accessory. So yesterday she ordered a replacement lens cap for just under ten dollars. Oh, so uh, that uh, that was her expenditure. I did not want to have her beat me out. So not to be outdone, uh, I became aware on my recent trip to the North Rim of the Grand Canyon that I was missing an important cell phone accessory. Uh, and I, after much research, I purchased an extendable selfie stick. Now these selfie sticks today are. Are wireless have a wireless remote control that works with Bluetooth. It's there's a built-in tripod stand for this uh, selfie stick, and I got the lightning deal, Ron. The lightning deal. The lightning deal. That's a good one. <laughs> so my, my total expenditure for the selfie stick was eleven dollars and seventy-seven cents. Plus, and and that included delivery. That includes delivery, prime delivery, of course, free. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's, there's a 40-year inflation going on right now. So I decided now is not the best time for large expenditures. There you go. So you're going to hold this. You're going to hold put put your camera in the selfie stick. It's yep. going to go over the Grand Canyon. So you're looking back at yourself. Is that the idea? Oh yeah, with the background, all of it. Yeah, I can't tell you how many people had selfie sticks. I thought they had gone out of favor. But right. uh, they were very popular with all the different uh, other tourists we saw up at the Grand Canyon. Yeah. So I, I got two or three of them, and I don't know where they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's cool. The other thing you can do with a selfie stick um, is if you have your camera in there, set it to video. And as you're, you can zoom in and zoom out of yourself as you're at, with with the selfie stick. With, so it's so you can see like the movie. It's it's like a cheap way of doing a um, uh, like a like a drone. You can make the drone actually. You can make it come down. If you have your camera up on the selfie stick and you move it down towards your face, it'll look like the drone. You're you're coming down and the uh, the drone is. Uh, it looks like a drone shot. Um, it, yeah. Here's another reason I purchased it. I, we have in our kitchen uh, two uh, what they call Lazy Susan uh, cabinets that roll around where you can put your pots and pans. Something has gotten stuck in the back and it won't move. And I can't see, of course, what's in there. I'm going to use my camera on the selfie stick and put it behind there with the light on and see exactly where the, the item is stuck and try to remove it that way. So there's an, there's an ulterior motive here. I'll, I'll give you a full report as to how that comes out next week. <laughs> I'll be waiting with anticipation. The um, the interesting. So I want to just let everyone know. Excuse me. Um, the, the 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 video that I watched on this, it's called the actual video's name is called "Is the Blue Yeti Microphone Really That Bad?" And it's made by a fellow by the name of Tom Buck. I'll put it in the show notes. And it's a recent video. It was just made this year. And it's it's one of the best videos I've ever seen someone make. Now, I 
Huey and I make a lot of video content. Like we understand how much work goes into making these damn videos, right? And 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 so as a creator, I can really appreciate someone that's put a lot of work. And he put so so part of the deal is I don't know if you know, but the blue 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 yeti's been around 10 years. It was one of the first USB microphones, right? But about three years late, three years ago, it got bought by Logitech. So so Blue Yeti now is owned by Logitech. And there has been a lot of rumor that the old Yeti microphones are better or different than the new Yeti after after uh, Logitech bought them. So he <clears throat> he actually had the one of the original, as I do, one of the original Blue Yeti. And he went out and bought at Best Buy a new Blue Yeti because he wanted to compare the two. So he bought the new Blue Yeti and the old Blue Yeti and brought them back and he did all this testing and then he took them apart to actually to actually see what was in there. And I'll tell you what happened in a minute. But the one he bought, the new one he bought at Best Buy was defective, and but it was on sale. So, um, but it was defective and it wouldn't work. So he had when he took it back, he couldn't get another Blue Yeti, right? Because they didn't have any more new ones. So he had to drive. So he, this guy drove a hundred miles to another Best Buy, bought another Blue Yeti, which of course wasn't on sale. Brought it back. So now he had the old one and the new one um, to take apart and compare and test. And the video is all about the testing and taking them all apart and and looking at the old one and the new one to see if there's any difference. Now the um, the bottom the the bottom line is the motherboards are different the 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 externals and the most of the stuff in to find but the actual motherboards are different and does that make any difference in the sound quality probably not but they are there are some different features inside anyway it's it's a great video and if you are interested and you have a blue yeti and you're sort of wondering um, is the blue yeti microphone really that bad that's the uh, that's the title of the video. And it, I, I like, I like, I, I was so impressed with his video. I liked it. I subscribed to his channel and I sent him a donation. I said, anyone who worked that hard and would drive a hundred miles, return one, go buy another one, take these all apart. I said, that, that was crazy hard to do. And I said, you deserve, and he wrote me back and said, thank you so much. It was difficult, but oh my gosh, it's, uh, on a mission. it's a, it was, it was a good video. Uh, before we get looking at articles, uh, Huey, have we got anybody that wants to say anything? Uh, just one. Uh, Nucky, my my mother was elated to find a half-brother that she was, that was a uh, half-brother when she was about 75 years old, all her sibling. But can you, when you do these, Ray, you can't actually find relatives, can you, with these tests? Absolutely. What you'll get back is a, a whole series of names of people that are, have also subscribed to the service who, and they'll tell you exactly how you're related. Now, sometimes they, in my case, they're often wrong because I have a lot of half brother, only half brothers and half sisters and everything else because I, there's none that are exactly the uh, same mother and father. But the point is you see who that you get, who they are, and then you can message them. You don't have their actual email, but you've got a message system within these programs. And you can say, hey, just to see, so your name show up. Uh, and then if you want to have a correspondence, it, it can begin right there. So absolutely, you'll find out uh, lots of, you know, surprise, surprise, surprise. That's what I'm hoping I won't have. <laughs> you're just hoping you're related to someone with lots of money. Yeah. Well, that too, but. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong right. with that? <laughs> we better get doing some work here. People aren't going to yeah. be too happy. If we don't stop talking, we better get going. Bob's not here to keep in track of this. He usually says, come on, you guys, we got to do some articles. So, uh, all right. So uh, if you want to look at, the, I put the link down there. If you want to um, uh, follow, we'll just bring up the, <clears throat> our screen. Now we'll see uh, how we are doing here. And that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over to Facebook and, follow you how's that is that is that okay i'll take this down not very big that's about as big as i can get it i'm looking at it on a 42 inch screen it looks really big <laughs> in fact 
I'll just um, let me just uh, <clears throat> show you guys. Hello, <laughs> hello up there. Yes, look at that. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, let me just bring the camera back to the other one. So, the Ron Brown Studio. There you go. <laughs> All right, um, let's have a look here. Uh, coming down. Oh, so what I wanted to do, uh, I don't know if you guys are following that. I'm actually going to open this up and come down to this. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's been a big change, um, and you may want to consider if you, ha if you have um, Google One Premium. Now, Google has changed this. If you... Um, these are services you buy. This is a tiered service you buy from Google for hard drive storage. But not only when you buy this, do you not only buy hard drive storage, you buy other services. And so the basic the basic plan uh, is 100 gigabytes. The standard plan is 200 gigabytes. And the premium is two terabytes, all right? And this is the one that I have. And it's about $100 a year. And this gives you all the services uh, an expanded series of services. And all as I wanted to point out, I don't want to go through all the services, explain everything, but what I wanted just to let everyone know that to the premium two terabyte service is that they've added a whole bunch of, of features in there uh, recently. And, and Google is really boosting up the services that are included in there. So if you have um, uh, Google and you have two, the two terabyte plan, that you use for storage, online storage, uh, you should um, review that again because there's a whole bunch of stuff that they've added in there uh, for that. So, um, did you guys? Did you guys? Have you been following that? They've been pretty active with that. No, I hadn't realized that, but I don't. I have the the uh, hundred megabyte. The hundred. Uh, I pay twenty. I think twenty dollars, twenty four dollars a year. Right. I have I have a lot of stuff, so I I use the two the two terabyte. But it's very interesting because if you, you you need to look at all the services because if you you are purchasing any of those other services, then it's much better just to get the two the two um, two terabyte plan because it's 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 a much better deal. So have a look at that. If it fits, it fits. Um, Huey, yes. We both have this device. Absolutely, I love it. Ray, Ray, have you um, have you seen the Elgato Stream Deck? Do you? No, I don't. I'm not aware of it. Okay. Anyway, this um, um, those of us who do a lot of um, production and stuff, these these are uh, this and this was on sale this weekend, uh, down to ninety nine dollars. But these little buttons on here, Ray, you can program. Um, to do anything you want, right? And they open up into submenus. So basically, instead of using your shows like we do or a lot of um, video editing, you can certain things. So instead of having a mouse, you know, like, like you know, when I just changed the camera, I had to take my mouse and I had to go up and click and, you know, move a right. bunch of menus and change the cameras. You just have it set up on that, um, the stream deck. So you push a button for camera one, push another button for camera, and you can just change the cameras by buttons. And this is, um, if you don't, if you haven't heard of Elgato stream deck, then you are a video creator or you do a lot of work. Uh, you should, um, there's lots of videos out, lots of promotions about it. Um, Michael Daniels, who's the, the tech guy that we, Huey and I sort of pal around with, they, um, he's really big on this. so. Most of our buddies have these, so he's got his there. Mine's up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Here's that's a, yeah. I just want to let everybody know because it's a it's really a pretty interesting piece of. I equipment. use it all the time. Yeah. So um, once you get it programmed, once you get the buttons programmed, it's really, really, really works well. Yeah, fifteen different. Uh, I paid one hundred and sixty nine dollars for mine in in twenty twenty. Right, so down to it was down to ninety nine. Uh, yeah, ninety nine. Mm -hmm. A heck of a price. Good deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. But of course, that was yesterday, not today. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to come to that. We're going to come to that in a minute. Um, 
Now, the other thing that I just brought this up, I didn't, uh, three, this was an article, um, three ways to free up Gmail storage space. One of the things I did the other day, and I thought I just wanted to bring this up. I don't know if you guys um, deal with this, but in Gmail, <clears throat> uh, you will often have uh, in your promotions, I have, of course, the promotions tab set up. You'll, you know, this just sits there accumulating and accumulating and accumulating email, right? And over the year, you could get 100,000, you know, emails in those promotions and it just sits there, right? It's stored email. And usually every six months I go through and I dump it. Um, now, a lot of people just never do that. And, and they end up with huge amounts of storage space on, on Google Drive or also... Remember, all this is <clears throat> some of it's downloading each time you load Gmail, right? Because because maybe you want to look at the last sixty articles in promotions, but do you really want the flyers from six years ago, right? So I guess I brought that up to remind everybody to go in and delete um, stuff that you you know junk that you you know don't just sit it just don't let it accumulate, right? I just I just cleaned out my Outlook because I had to make some changes and so on to, and decided to clean out my inbox. It had 7,700 plus emails in it. And what I did is I created a folder called cleared and in July, 2022, and I just shoved them all into that. So now right. I had, I'm down to zero in my inbox. I didn't delete them. I just moved them. And now, uh, now I'm keeping that list and I made some new folders and so on. So I'm moving things out. So my inbox right now is at, I think, uh, about 15 emails. And that's only some things that I need to take care of in the next couple of days and they'll be gone. So, uh, yeah, cleaning them out makes a difference. I've got emails going back to 2000, 2001 uh, in my, uh, I, I just have tens, tens of tens of uh, gigabytes in my Outlook in folders it's just amazing that i keep all this crap right and the the thing about it is is that you can argue that there's a lot of email i i don't ever want to go through all my old emails that i have that i've saved for specific reasons but i'm talking about the promotions one because it filters all yeah. that junk that comes in and it that promotions one can get huge and you can get tens of thousands of emails in there and those all take up storage space and you should and I think you should clean those out. Right. Yeah, in the daily emails, you get uh, news from different sources. They send you a newsletter that you never read and you just uh, just go past them and just don't delete them. And then all of a sudden you've got you've got thousands of them in your history there. Yeah. Right. So, Ray, do you do you delete yours or what do you? So my plan is this, I, I, I have five email addresses that I use that are based on the different activities I'm involved in. And that's how I can separate those activities and it makes sense to me. And uh, once uh, I do it by a calendar, if, if I get an important message today, I will make sure I save that separately. Otherwise, at the end of a two year period, I delete everything. Uh, there's no reason to keep it. Right. I agree. <laughs> I, agree. <laughs> I agree. Somebody asked me something about 2001. I can do a search and find the email out. Yeah, I just say I don't remember that far back. Like a long run. Yeah. Um, so I just want to let everyone know that I don't want to talk about this article, but um, we're getting a new version of Android. Android 13 is coming out. Lots of new features. Uh, lots of topics to talk about on our Monday show. Uh, but this will be, this is starting to roll out in beta now which is a big deal. And uh, so we're going to be seeing lots of interesting features. And the latest word ask you this, what is the policy on most of the uh, cell phones with respect to uh, how they allow updates? Will yeah, are there yeah. any that will give you updates for, for the next seven uh, updates or will they only limit it to two or three? It's it Ray, it's related to the phone you have and the service that you have. So um, again, it would be depending on on what the make of the phone was and also what provider you have, because a lot of times the providers uh, won't want don't want to um, to send out the information if they have modified if they have modified the operating system anyway. A good example of that is Verizon. So you might have a phone that's a Samsung phone, 
but will if Verizon has modified that in any way, they won't send the updates out because they don't maybe not they, they may selectively send them out. It depends on it depends on a lot of different factors. Yeah, and the current version of Android is twelve. And yeah. not not all the phones are at twelve, and mm -hmm. some will never be. Right. I, my phone is from twenty twenty, and it and it went from ten to eleven, but it won't go from eleven to twelve. Right, right, and that's that's a problem. That's one of the reasons why I buy the Pixel phone is at least where first of all it doesn't have any other. I buy it right from Pixel, right from Google, and so it doesn't have any crapola stuff on there from carriers, right? And the other thing is, is that it will always give me the updates. Uh, yes, Prime, I put this up. Prime Day deals are still available. So just because Prime Days is over, some of those sales are still on. So you may want to keep. Oh, no, no, because there was something I was looking at. and it, it just, just, maybe we'll have a chat next week and say, who snuck one in? <laughs> uh, Ray. BMW on the hot seat. So listen to this. This I found uh, really, really interesting. BMW is now going to charge customers a subscription fee to use heated seats. What? So <laughs> cars are being manufactured with all the different um, features, but they're not turned on unless you pay. Now, this right now is in some European countries as, as well as South Korea. But they're going to have, BMW owners will have to pay $18 a month. They can get a yearly plan too, but $18 a month as a subscription in order to use the heated front seats that are already, as I said, installed on the vehicles. Uh, they're going to have monthly subscriptions to use the heated steering wheel, $12 a month. Adaptive cruise control, $42. The automatic high beams, $12. And a, listen to this, the best one, a one-time fee of $265 to connect their iPhone to the Apple CarPlay. Now, there's no announcement yet if this is destined for North America, but uh, you can imagine the uproar from people after paying the price that is required to own a BMW and now having to pay subscriptions to use the services and the features that are already built into the car. Only at Beamer, right? Only at Beamer. <laughs> <laughs> so... So why would Huey ever want a heated seat in Florida? <laughs> I already have one. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I checked the humidity this morning when I woke up. It was 97%. Yeah, I don't know. Ray, uh, Meta has opened its first physical store in California. Now, this kind of surprised me. Of course, we all know that with the effects of COVID-19, we had Microsoft close all of its physical stores. They, they've kept three open in different countries. They call them uh, the uh, uh, Microsoft Experience Centers. Uh, kudos to Apple. They have reopened all their physical stores. But I didn't think that there was enough for Meta, which, of course, is Facebook, to, to warrant a, a store. But this is uh, one in Burlingame, California. And uh, according to the company blog, the products on display include the Meta Portal, which most of us have, a video, uh, the Ray-Ban Stories, which are a pair of Ray-Ban glasses equipped with built-in capabilities, and of course, the Meta Quest 2, the virtual reality device. So uh, if you're up in that part of California, there is a uh, store to visit. At the same time, Meta announced they're going to be expect to lose about $10 billion this year in their hardware division. So time will only tell if VR headsets really catch on. I think they're going to have to be smaller than they are now to, for people to really embrace them. I think, I think um, another thing they have to do is they have to have more of a purpose. Uh, one of the problems that everybody has when they get them is what do they do with them, right? I mean, you can put them on and they're sort of, it's really sort of cool, but as, if you're not a gamer, right? If you're not a physical yeah. gamer, then there's there's got to be a compelling use for them. And it's the same thing I say about watches. You know, I do all these watch videos, but you know, with the new crop of watches coming out, you know, they they're gonna. It, there's got to be a compelling reason, something really outstanding to use to purchase these devices for. And that's the problem with VR. They need to have some. You know, if you're a senior 
and you and you have a mobility problem or you, you could use these devices for something, there needs to be lots of information out there where it's easy to go to a certain location, find all the stuff, find all the videos, and use the device to help you. But there isn't anything like that. And that's what they have to get. So that's and that will that will get people buying them. Have you used yours at all, Ron? I haven't used mine for a while. I got quite well, first of all, it's the summer and I I spent all my life in front of a computer. So I don't want to sit there, you know, I want to go out and smell the roses, ride my e-bike, and get out and and enjoy the roads. So I don't use it very much in the in the summer at all. Ray, so we've lost the ability to remember phone number. Boy, are you right. Okay, now I'm sure all the folks listening in today can remember, remember, pun intended, a time when they could easily rattle off numerous phone numbers from memory. Spouses, children, parents, even the local pizza hut when they wanted to order a home delivery. So this article points out that thanks to cell phones, we no longer need to keep this information in our heads, and therefore we have a difficult time memorizing phone numbers. There's even a name for this, Ron. It's called digital amnesia. Really? <laughs> and, and so I predict over time, a similar reaction is going to take place with driving directions as we rely more on following yeah. the visual and audible yeah. directions on our cell phones provide instead of memorizing the route. True story. That's very interesting, Ray. Thanks. That's that's cool. I mean, you're right. I mean, I can't remember cell phones. Uh, you know, but you know, we talked about on the show a, a while ago um your the original phone number that you ever had in your life do you remember what your original phone number was when you Absolutely. were a little kid yep it was no, a five-digit number uh, no ray doesn't but i do i do i do, I do too yeah mine was four six 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 four that's wow. when i was a little kid when i was 12 years old that was our phone we had for you and you, and you, and you said you have to remember this ron <laughs> yeah and i remember my and I remember my brother's first phone when he got his first apartment. I remember that phone number. And uh, and he doesn't. <laughs> but do you think I can remember my new phone number? My new cell phone number? I can't remember the darn thing. Like, it's crazy. I can't. I have to look it up all the time. We don't dial them anymore. We press one button. That's I guess. Yeah, that's probably right. We just press the button and it dials it. So, yeah. you know, I feel so embarrassed. People say, well, What's your cell phone number? And I said, just a minute, I'll go look it up. And they think I'm just a senior with dementia. You know, it's really, really sort of embarrassing. Huey, do we have anybody talking to us or is there anyone out there? Just actually, just uh, uh, a couple. Ivana from Stuart. Hi, Argyle, Texas. Ivana, welcome. Yeah, 104. Whoa, that's hot. Olive Cousin. Hi from Will uh, Willamette Valley in Oregon. I finally got on. From my Chromebook and Windows computers. There you go. On the VR headsets, could they be used to view your phone? Could they be used to be in the bright sunlight? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, if you use them outside, um, you can, um, the sunlight won't be an issue. So if you were wanted to, I guess, go outside and use it, it would be fine. One thing, though, all of you have to be very, very careful with is the um, the the um, when you take them off the the um, the mirrors inside are very photosensitive, so you don't ever want to leave them out in areas that are um, that there's a lot of sunlight coming down. So if you had a room and you set it on a, a counter, if you set your 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 headset on a counter, and and the sun came in and hit you know could hit the inside of that headset, that's bad. So they really should be stored in a very dark area when you're not using them. I think it was either Chris or Jim Gould uh, said uh, a couple of days ago, uh, and it might have been somebody else, but somebody had a, had their headset on and they were looking at things and they went to set the microphone down on the table and they realized when they took it off that there was no table there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a virtual table, so it hit the floor. What what people don't realize, I mean, if, if you've never experienced virtual reality, it's it is totally real. Like when you are in there, you are experiencing it is absolutely real. You you if there's a wall in front of you, you think there's a wall. If there's you know you're hitting a ball, you think you're hitting a ball. It's it's very real. <laughs> it's totally real. It's it's 
you wouldn't notice the difference. All right, Healy, uh, what's all this about? Yeah, one, one more. Oh, one more? Uh, Fred, a, dental, a dentist friend went back to dental school and the hallways were quiet. Everyone was texting. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. True. Uh, all right, Healy, your article. Yeah, let me see. This was open WRT, an open source alternative to firmware for home routers. <clears throat> and it may require everyone getting new routers and, and, and other equipment, but some may already have it. It's just not either turned on, but it's just some new advances. If you've got an older router, you need to really start looking at getting a new one. Now, this isn't out yet, but it's coming. Right. And it explains all about it in the article. We talked about that. We've talked about that quite a bit, actually, on um, on our Monday show. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think five years is max out of a router. What do you guys? Probably. Yeah, I would say or less. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Ba based on how they're changing uh, with, with the different, particularly, I, I prefer the combination router modem. Well, I did. Big, I did a big, um, big review of that. Uh, was it last week? No, the week before. And you know, if you have a cable modem and it's a cable modem router, the the, the it's much better just to rent it from the from um, your cable service provider because they they'll update it all the time. I've had, and these are expensive units, right? But I had three this year already, and I they just come and replace them and take them away and bring me a new one as I as the service changes. So I mean, it's. It, and as the as the technology improves, they'll just they just put these things in. So yeah, and, and like you, Ron, Ron, I've got fiber optics, so it's got a, a different kind of a. Uh, it's not a cable modem; it's a different right. kind of piece of equipment. Right. And the router that they provided was a very actually they didn't upgrade that; they used the same router. And the uh, service guy that was installing it when I went to a uh, from a, uh, was a hundred or two hundred gigabit server, not gigabit, uh, hundred two hundred uh, megabit service to a gigabit. Uh, they switched out all of the equipment, and he left the router. And I said, "Well, sh should I at least change the wiring?" And he said, "Well, it's close enough that the wiring won't make any difference. So you're using what your your Cat five, you don't need a Cat six or Cat seven. And uh, I said, "But should I get a new router?" And he said, "Yeah." You really should. Those things are old, and they don't supply anything newer. There you go. So I bought this, my own. This, Huey, this, I am so, is this the article? Tell me about, this is Bluetooth's biggest upgrade. I I want to talk about this as well. What What is, I didn't read this article. What does this talk about? They're changing. It's, it's Bluetooth audio. Uh, biggest upgrade in years is coming soon to headphones. They're, they're going to have uh, uh, uh a totally different signal and apparently you the current bluetooth in your computer may not be compatible with it so it may mean either getting some kind of a card or getting a new computer to be able to handle it it's not out yet it's not available but it's coming okay but, so uh, yeah, everything, everything, gets, everything gets improved and updated and it costs us money. <laughs> I haven't so, read the article, but I'm going to guess this may have something to do with high-res audio. Some of the big streaming services, Amazon and Spotify in particular, uh, and Tidal has been doing this for a while, are now broadcasting their music in high resolution. And, yeah. and this may be a change to allow that to be received by headphones. One of the other things is, is if you've got Bluetooth on your TV, you can have uh, multiple headsets connected so if you got four or five people in the room if they want to each have their own headset they can so they can control their own volume and so on that's so that's really good yeah well i've even got one better than this this is this is crazy good um and i will probably talk a little bit about it on our chromebook session because it's one of the updates to the um, chromebooks but one of the problems that we all have with bluetooth is this pairing item right you know you have to pair it your watch to your your phone and this whole pairing thing and it wants to repair all the time so if you uh, and part of the reason is your watch or your device 
your phone is always searching for Bluetooth devices. So if you're in a mall, you know, it's searching and it'll probably find hundreds of Bluetooth devices, but you don't want to pair with all those other people, right? You don't want to do that. So there's a restriction. And this creates all sorts of problems. And so they've brought out a system called fast pairing. And what's going to happen is once you pair your Bluetooth device with the device on your in your Google account, it will you don't have to repair it. So <coughs> excuse me. So what happens is if you take your watch off, you put it on the charger, you then take off with your phone and you go somewhere, you come back take the watch and you put it on your wrist, well, you'll have to repair back with your phone, right? But since it since it's, it's already been paired in your Google account, it will immediately connect. And that is a huge issue. And it's just rolling out now on Chromebooks. It's, it's in the beta phase and that will, so we're probably another three or four months away, but this is a new Google feature and this is gonna be great. This is really, I am so excited about that. Yeah, the Bluetooth on a Chromebook has been an issue. Right. But this is this is no more pairing. Once once yeah. you've paired it with a device in your Google account, then boom, you don't have to repair it. So uh so and that's huge because it's it's a big problem, particularly I have watches, right? I have a Samsung watch and I have a Galaxy 4 watch. Well, when I switch them. It, it's really difficult to get them repaired to my phone. And even though I've got a Pixel 6, I mean, it doesn't want to pair. And so it's it's a problem. And this will solve that. So that I'm really excited about that coming up. Um, just let everyone know, I'm sure you were concerned about this. <laughs> Costco, boss, Costco boss confirms hot dogs will stay the same price despite inflation. So, <laughs> Boy, that's a relief. I wow. thought you guys would really help find that and and, and make sure that you... <laughs> they finally opened up a Costco here in Bradenton, but it's so far away that I still just go. Sam's is much closer, and I go to Sam's. But Costco, I, I would I prefer to be a member of Costco over Sam's, but it just for convenience, I would never go to the Costco if the Sam's wasn't there. I just probably just wouldn't belong to any because I don't use it that much anyway. Um, no, I don't want to talk about that article. Um, Huey, SpaceX's latest Starship booster test ends with an explosion. Yeah, they're they're changing the rocket to have a. Uh, uh, when I say they, SpaceX is is getting a new rocket, and they've been exper they've been testing it, and they did a test this past week, and apparently it created a fire. Uh, they were testing the rockets and the, or not the rockets, but the, you know, the, the, the firing mechanisms and so on. And not only did it m malfunction, but apparently there was some kind of a small explosion as well. And they say that it, uh, there's serious issues with it. And this is the one that's supposed to carry us all to the moon and beyond. Uh, and probably, this was the one also that was going to, Put up uh, vast numbers of of uh, Starlink uh, satellites at one time. The current rocket only puts up a uh, uh, what is it uh, 40, 50, 60 at a time. I can't remember the number, but it only puts up a, a small number. And uh, it's four hundred, I think. Anyway, uh, this other one is going to be able to do a lot more. And uh, apparently they're no closer to getting it up into the sky. In fact, uh, they've got to go back to square one and try to figure out the issues. Hey, Ron, if Bob was here, he would say, look at the time. I know. I know. I just looked at uh, an hour has gone by. Like, goodness, we're, we're, we're just getting going here. Do you want to do another hour? <laughs> <laughs> we could. And it probably people would stay on with us. It's fun. You know, it's a fun morning. What else do we want to do? I mean, I got my coffee. I got my coffee. My best friends are with me. And we're talking about technology. What, what could be? Which is what we do all the time anyway. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, listen, um, we should get, you're right, we should probably get going. Um, thank you for everyone for watching, listening. Uh, thank you so much. Remember, if you want uh, to find any information about what we do, 
here's the uh, here's the website techforsenior.com uh we'll be um uh and we podcast this out so if you want to listen to it on podcast it's um uh you you just uh it's on all the podcast networks uh come and listen to our monday show we've got some interesting things uh happening i'm going to um i've got a big announcement michael i just can tell everyone michael daniels is coming on the show on monday and he's going to talk about the um, um, YouTube Partners Program and the um, the um, what about the term um, product specialist, product specialists, um, and how to become a product specialist, how to become a product specialist, and and some of the things that uh, Chris Gould and 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 Michael just just came back from New York. They got awards in New York because they are product specialists and they're in the community support forums. And you too can be part of that. And he's going to tell us about his experience. So it should be it should be a lot of fun. That should that uh, should be a great show. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Yeah, Michael and Michael's hard to get hard to get um, organized because Mondays are really busy for him. But he agreed to do it this Monday. So it's going to be really. I'm just really really interested in this. This should be a lot of fun. So. Uh, we're going to do that on Monday. So lots of interesting things. Happen. And I'll have my new microphone. I want everybody to listen to my sound and see how how much did did I really do? I sound two hundred dollars better. <laughs> <laughs> you can't improve perfection. Well, there you go. Whatever, right? So anyway, thanks everyone for listening. We hi everybody. Thank over. you. We'll talk soon. Bye bye now. So long. Bye.